news anchor, Elizabeth Nareka. I'm no stranger to tough, tough, tough workouts, workouts, workouts. Just check out my Instagram page. But walking from Miami to Seattle. That's what Andre's doing. Well, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. On today's edition of Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science. We'll touch on a little bit of that today, but periodically, I really go off topic. This is going to be one of those topics, as you will discover momentarily. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Berlinger. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 216 for Friday. We made it. July 16, 2021. Well, to any longtime listener of Weather Jazz, periodically I dive into topics other than weather and science, mainly on Open Line Friday, because I am an unashamed student and follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. I will eagerly tackle an element of faith, and today's release of Weather Jazz will be one of those episodes with some interesting elements of weather and science mixed in. You see, back on Monday, July 5th, during my morning coffee, I watched Dutch Sheets. He does a daily devotional on YouTube called Give Him 15. During this day's devotional, Dutch introduced us to a husband-wife team that were walking across America from Miami to Seattle. God called them to this unique ministry, directing John and Sandy Halverson to pray for every state that they would cross, but most of all, to pray for an awakening and revival for the entire USA. And you'll find that video, Give Him 15, on my show notes for episode 216 on weatherjazz.com, just in case you want to have a look. Last Sunday, the Halversons dropped by the Weather Jazz Studios via Zoom to talk about their ministry, but also some of the logistics of walking across America, something John, by the way, has done before from New York to L.A. If my guess is right, John and Sandy will immediately endear your heart and speak to you as if they've known you for a lifetime. You'll see a couple of their images and pictures from their journey thus far on weatherjazz.com, episode number 216. This week, John has been traveling through Kansas, and that's where John and Sandy were when I was able to catch up with them, thanks to internet technology. Let's join that conversation right now. John and Sandy Halverson, we thank you, first of all, for taking the time to be on Weather Jazz. Welcome. Well, it's, it's good to be on Weather Jazz. I don't think I've ever been interviewed by a weatherman or been on a weather program before. <laughs> this has to be a first. Well, I'm glad to be a, a first along one of many, many walks across America. We'll get uh, into that here in just a second. But as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, we heard about your walk via Give Him 15 with Dutch Sheets. And yes, so, right. yeah, we, we looked at your website and went, 
This is fascinating because here you are, you're already in Kansas. I say already because you started in Miami. Now, when was it that this particular prayer walk, your fourth one now, when did that start? Well, it started on February 5th uh, of this year. And um, unfortunately, I came down with COVID about uh, 80 miles into the walk. And I ended up, there's a little town, um, Right on, right on the um, the banks of um, what's the name of the lake? That big was it Lake Okeechobee? Lake Okeechobee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up in the hospital in Clewiston, Clewiston, Florida, for about five days. And so we lost uh, about a month, maybe three, three and a half weeks. So I'm about a month behind. Um, but right now, yeah, we're in the heartland of the United States. In fact. Um, not next week, but the Monday following tomorrow, I'll be actually at the geographical center of uh, the United States. Wow. Uh, now, do you Lebanon, have anything? Kansas. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Lebanon, Kansas. Do you have anything special planned at that uh, geographical center? Well, you know, th- now this is interesting um, because it turns out there's going to be a massive prayer rally there. Um, the week that we walk through and people are actually driving in from mm-hmm. the four, well, the, the, All sorts we'll of call it the four, we'll yeah. call it the four corners of America. Um, <laughs> people are motorcycle, motorcycling in, they're driving in their RVs, they're driving in trucks. Um, I even think maybe bicycling, I'm not sure, but there's going to be a, apparently a large tent pitched and uh, there's going to be a prayer there for um, just a, a, a massive awakening to take place in America. I happen to be walking through there. I mean, the week of, and what are the chances of that? And had I not had the COVID, I would have right. been a month ahead. Right. So I would mm-hmm. have missed this whole thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, actually. Divine intervention, uh, utilizing a a negative for a positive. And uh, so this is going to be an interesting thing and watching you hit that center of America during that prayer rally. Really wild. That's true. Yeah, because, you know, the the um, the intent of this walk is to we're really praying to God for an awakening to sweep America. Now, there's been two awakenings that have hit this country. One was in the 1700s. Um, and then the second one was in the 1800s. And both of those awakenings were were noted for just a deep God consciousness, a deep sense of um, of God, just an amazing thing. And it would strike just countless people. And so we're we're really contending with, you know, just contending for America and praying that God will just send a third great awakening to this country, which will have, you know, I think it will have um, uh, all kinds of ramifications as mm-hmm. uh, you know, people's hearts are, are, are touched deeply. That's what we need, you know, Andre. Um, you know, government isn't going to fix us. And no matter how good a weatherman is, it just, <laughs> it's just not going to be enough to. I mean, I'm sure you're the ex- best weatherman there is. But you know what? We need the Lord. Boy. You are very, very kind, and you are absolutely right on. And uh, we've been praying. Our family has been praying for that uh, third great awakening. And uh, we get a hunch this third one, and we trust it's coming. We get a hunch it's it's going to be the best one yet. I think so. And I think um, its impact is going to be um, radical. I really do that. It's going to be radical. And Mm -hmm. people... 
some of the least likely people are going to just suddenly wake up to the reality of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be running around just telling people he's real. He's real. He's real. Right. I've had an encounter. You know, some of the least likely people on the planet. And we hear many of the modern day prophets uh, indicating that this is uh, going to spread across and sweep across the entire globe, affecting countries that, um, you know, you look at now and you think, how in the world are they going to turn around? Well, they may just do that. Well, that's true, because our last walk um, was across Eurasia from Portugal mm. to uh, the Chinese border uh there in um, eastern Kazakhstan, and I had a real sense the whole time that God is 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 about to do something global, not just um, mm-hmm. regional or uh, national, but something global. And um, so, I mean, we walked across, you know, all of Europe and and, and Eastern Europe, and then all across Asia. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you're right. I think there's something global about to take place on a major scale. And I think COVID is, you know, that's a global, a global Mm. happening. I mean, that, that Mm. impacted the whole world. It still is. Um, So anyway, yeah, go, God, go. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it takes a shaking to wake us up, you know, and um, COVID was such a thing, you know, uh, it got everybody's attention. uh, And I will not be surprised if there isn't more, uh, shaking globally, actually, and in this country, just because God loves us so much, he's not going to let us stay asleep. He ne- He needs to awaken us to his reality, to the fact that we need him and we need to return to our our foundation in faith in Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Man. We, had a, we had an interesting thing happen yesterday. A man, uh, we were parked during my um, lunch hour, and um, this stranger just began, well, he pulled up and he, we got to talking to him. He noticed on the back of the van, our, our um, banner that says Prayer Walk America. But he, he was telling us, he said, yeah, he was, he was, uh, he said, yeah, I, I grew up in church. I just kind of walked away from the whole thing. And he said he fell off a ladder um, and he really seriously injured himself. But during this, he cried out to God. Um, he said, Lord, I am so sorry for not walking with you. I will walk with you for, from here on out. And he seems to be doing physically fine now, but he's still walking with God. But then he said something very sober and he goes, you know what? That was my wake up call. Mm. And he said, everyone needs a wake up call. Now I'm not at all advocating that we fall off ladders or roofs. They'll get me wrong. <laughs> but you know, I think, I think mm-hmm. God is, is going to come a knock and, and sometimes it may take a, like almost a loud siren to get our attention. Mm. I think uh, everyone will get their own separate one and uh, it'll be different perhaps for every uh, individual because uh, sometimes that, that, uh, you know, a, uh, an alarm clock bell won't do it or the telephone won't do it, but uh, uh, maybe something very simple will get your attention. It'll be different for everybody. Don't you think? I totally agree. And I think, I think we all are going to experience our own, you're right, individual wake up calls. And, um, the the key is to wake up. And, um, so, and I think if we don't wake up initially, God will keep sounding the alarm until, until we get, get the message. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about the, the walk that you did across Europe. Were Mm -hmm. there challenges, any unusual challenges that you had, not necessarily language, uh, I assume you had interpreters along the way, but were there any 
political challenges that you had that you are not having here walking across America? Well, yes. Um, I mean, there were weather challenges. Okay. We crossed the um, Pyrenees in January. Wow. Uh, That was um, a little bit tricky, but we walked through Muslim countries and Mm -hmm. um, we, we were aware that, you know, there were, you know, there were churches that were suddenly, you know, they were closed by authorities, pastors thrown in jail, all of that. Um, I, uh, yeah, we were, yeah, we had some moments over there um, in Turkey, for instance, I, uh, the police picked me up and um, called me off to be questioned. And I oh, found out mm-hmm. later that they thought maybe I, my, I was a Russian spy. The same thing happened in Georgia. Um, we were literally surrounded by um, police and and some of the um, some dignitaries. Really, they it had been reported that I was a Russian taking pictures of infrastructure. Uh, so when they looked at my camera, it was pictures of you know women in their babuskas and, and you know goats, goats and, and chickens. So <laughs> they were there were no you know I had no That's pictures true. of bridges and and uh, yeah, dams yeah. and infrastructure. So we did have those moments um, in, in Kazakhstan. Uh, I almost got arrested. It came so close to fella. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of like a KGB deal still over there. And they, mm-hmm. they were going to haul me off for sure because I had strayed a block or so off the main road. I went to get some ice cream. They well, call it Moroshina there. We and, um, read, uh, Russian very well. And so the big red sign that said, do not enter, we probably just blew right past that. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So he was, he was, he was demanding that we, we, we go and they, who knows where they were going to take us. But then um, I got a guy on the phone from uh, Almada, Kazakhstan that spoke the language fluently. And he just argued as a lawyer, like, like a lawyer would. And, and the guy finally let us go. Mm-hmm. But so we had, we had those kind of moments. Um, and, uh, but you know, Overall, it was a good, very good and very positive experience. And again, we just prayed blessings on these countries. We said, Lord, you know, these countries are locked up in spiritual darkness mm-hmm. and the light just begin to shine because darkness can't dispel light, but light will dispel darkness. Mm-hmm. Shine, mm-hmm. Jesus, shine. Yeah. Well, you have now walked across America actually four times from what I understand you've driven the perimeter of the United States once and um, what makes this particular walk across America from Miami to Seattle different is there anything different that is coming to your revelation by any chance Absolutely. I think actually, I think all four walks across America are somehow connected and even the walk across Eurasia, because I think in all these cases, we're 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 um, we're believing for um, almost contending with God for an outpouring of his Holy Spirit for an awakening. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it seems like we're on the edge of this is my sense. We're on the edge of an awakening. And there is tremendous resistance to that demonic resistance we have encountered spiritual warfare like i've never known in my life it's like just this constant wind it seems like the enemy's um purpose in it all is to get me to stop walking you know i've had sleepless nights where i've had Mm -hmm. to get up and walk the next day and it's like your your flesh just says i can't do this but Mm -hmm. it's like when god says yes you can keep going keep going keep going don't give up 
So mm. we're, we're, we're contending for an awakening. And I feel that somehow we're in prophetic sync with God. I think once we hit that Pacific Ocean, um, it's not going to surprise me that, 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 that there's, the, there's a, move of, a tremendous move of the Spirit. And it's not because of anything we've done. It's just that we're, I think we're in God's timetable. Time mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and what's your timetable? Uh, because you're running a little behind, are you hoping to make up a little ground, or are you pushing everything out one month or so? Yeah, we pushed everything out. I'm hoping to um, be in Seattle. I think we're looking right now, at maybe the first week of December, um, mm-hmm. or that's that's possible, or the end of November in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we, we're about halfway across the country now. So. But we've got some big mountains. So it's four and a half months to get here. And I right. so give, four, you know, four and a half months mm-hmm. to get there to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Cascades and Rockies. And so Lord willing, we'll cross those before too much snow falls up in those right. passes. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll have you back on if you don't mind, especially as you near the finish line to talk a little bit about uh, the weather. But talk about the weather now. Uh, what has been the, uh, the the most interesting meteorological or weather phenomenon that you've experienced thus far? Well, you know, actually, um, we have not I haven't personally seen any severe weather. We had um the potential for severe weather in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, the sky, you, you've seen this a lot, the darkened and it mm. looked like it could, it could be really um, bad, but uh, we just had a lot of rain and sudden winds and then it all went away. But the, so the, we haven't had like tornadoes and hailstorms and freakish weather yet. Um, mm. But the heat, the heat is the problem. And um, you know, when you're out on that tarmac, it, let's say the, the, the atmospheric temperatures, let's say you're looking at, you know, 97 degrees, 100 degrees. Well, that, that heat off the tarmac could be 100 and what, 110, 115, 120. Right, um, right. It, it, it's, and I, I have been, I've told my wife, I said, I've, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm right on the edge. I don't, I mean, it's like, you know, I start feeling a little odd, a little, uh, little woozy, mm. maybe. Uh, I try to stay hydrated. I'm sure you recommend that all the time when it's oh, hot sure, out there. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I, and it's interesting how much liquid you can drink. Uh, you must, I mean, <laughs> we must sweat out a lot when it's hot like that. So I the would heat's imagine. Been, the heat's been the big problem. We even had heat issues down in Florida around Orlando back in uh, March. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when that sun was noonday, it, it made me feel a little woozy. A little bit like a fried egg, you yeah. know? That must be how a fried egg feels. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm well, looking forward to September, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can imagine. Out. Sure, because we still have some some decent uh, summer months left and you're smack yeah. dab in the central part of the country. So uh, we will do what we can to turn down the thermostat a little for you. Yeah, we had actually, you know, talking about that, we had um, it was projected to be 99 or 100 degrees here last week. But then all of a sudden there was um well, through about three quarters of the day, like a cloud cover. So that was a blessing, mm. I'll tell you. And then, then the cloud cover went away. The heat came out. And, oh, my goodness. It's like I, you know, I just I just kept mm. pressing through it. But I wouldn't want to take I wouldn't have want, you know, a whole day of that would have been difficult. We also on those days try to get up earlier, um, get out on the road before the sun is too high. 
that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. How many pairs of shoes have you gone through thus far? Well, I've gone through three, three pairs Mm -hmm. so far. Um, I bought six pair for the trip. I may need seven though. I'm going Mm -hmm. through them pretty quick. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's a good question. And a lot of people ask me that. You get Ah. some miles to the, to the sole of a new balance than other shoes. So yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. new balance. We can do a plug for them here. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can we pray for you? And we're going to wrap things up because we know that you're, you're busy and have a ton of people, uh, I would imagine, that want your attention too, and for very good reason. But uh, how can we pray for you here in the next week and in the coming months? I think for, you know, the, the, the number one need that I have, I think, is, 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 is for the... Um, the grace to keep walking. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many temptations that just, you know, to stop. So just, yeah, for that, for that God ordained ability to just keep going, no matter what happens circumstantially. Well, you can yeah. count on our prayers and, and of course we'll be watching the weather for you too. Anytime you need a forecast, you know where to call. You just give I us do. a buzz. And <laughs> you do. have our yeah. number, so uh, give us a okay. call and let us know what uh, uh, what kind of forecast you need for the road ahead, and we'll be very happy to supply that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Andre. And please be praying for an awakening for America, yeah. too. That is the n- number one thing. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Amen? And I think I lost you there for a second, but yeah, that's the number one reason for, for your right. walk, right? Yes. Yep. For mm-hmm. the, the pray for that, uh, for that, um, awakening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, that's the reason for this walk. Right? Every right. eye and every heart just opened wide to the reality of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, returning to that foundation in our lives, that's our cry. Mm-hmm. John, Sandy, what a delight. I hope you'll come back, especially as you begin to uh, approach Washington State and let us, letting us know how things are going. Yeah, I'll, um, I would love to chat again about that. And it'll be fun being closer to Seattle the next time we talk. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, take care. Godspeed. And we'll be okay. praying for you. I, I would imagine the, whoever is listening to us, you've got a new band of prayer warriors that are coming alongside you. Please tell us before you go, what is your website so that people can keep track of where you are? Right. Uh, prayerwalkamerica.com. So pretty easy, prayerwalkamerica.com. And from there, you can access our Facebook page. I do a daily Facebook post, so you can kind of keep up with where we're at. And on the website, uh, the map of the route is available a week or two weeks at a time. Some blogs, some other information about us there. John also traveled to the North Pole and South Pole. So those are interesting stories, too. So you can read about that. And God's blessing on everybody. That's awesome. Very good. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you very soon. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks, Andre. Bye. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that John and Sandy will have some new followers on their website, prayerwalkamerica.com. I'll provide a link to their website on the show notes for episode number 216 on weatherjazz.com. And remember, to like their Facebook page where Sandy posts John's progress daily.
In fact, Sandy mentions me, WJW Fox 8, and the Weather Jazz podcast on her post from July 11th, the day we arranged to meet online for today's interview. As I mentioned during our time together, we will have them back on Weather Jazz as they approach the finish line, which will be Seattle, in all probability sometime very close to December 1st. I hope each one of you was inspired by their story and that you will join their prayer and mine for revival and an awakening of faith that made the birth of this beautiful country possible in the first place. Please share this episode with everyone that you can. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help me to spread the word about weather jazz in general, whether it be on social media, email, or word of mouth. And every Friday, I always give special thanks to those of you that have partnered to support weather jazz. They are Victoria Singer in Vermont, in Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tanya Krause and family, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore, in Florida, Bill Martin, and in Tennessee, Andrea Rich. And I would love to add your name to that list. Easy to become a supporter. You'll find the links at the very top of weatherjazz.com by clicking on the tab that reads supporters. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And also now, via the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line to 34525-5888. As I always like to say, it's my favorite way. That way I get to hear your voice, your question, your comment, whatever it is that is on your mind. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. And we will be drying out, it appears as though, for at least some of next week. For those of you anxious to maybe get to the lawn, something of which we've not been able to do this week with so much rain. But we are catching up. That's a good thing. But everything's nice and green, and the lawn is getting tall. I think next Next week will be the Lawn Care Week. We'll, of course, revisit that on Meteorological Monday coming up on the next episode of Weather Jazz. We'll see you then. Weather and science across the globe.